So, hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal how one of our members, Susan, lost two dress sizes over Christmas at age 54. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So we speak to a lot of women in their 40s and 50s who are looking to drop a dress size and keep their weight under control, but they find this to be impossible over the Christmas period. As soon as they get into December, the days start getting shorter, the nights start getting colder, and before long, the mince pies have come out, the chocolate comes out, the wine gets open, their exercise plan goes out the window, and by the time they get to January, they're a stone heavier and just filled with with regret, wishing they could go back wishing they could do it differently, wishing they could end up be in a better position. And this leaves so many women struggling to fit into their clothes, choosing things to wear based on covering up problem areas rather than wearing the things they like, hating shopping for clothes, dreading going on holiday in the summer. And then what usually happens is people set themselves these massive New Year goals to try and get rid of those extra Christmas pounds. They start off really, really motivated on the latest fad diet plan. But after a few short weeks, a lot of people have given up then they've gone on to regain all the weight by next Christmas, and then they repeat this cycle of gaining more and more weight every single year. This can be really, really frustrating. It can leave so many women feeling stuck and feeling completely unable to lose weight. But the good news is, with the right approach, it's it's possible to not only avoid gaining weight over the Christmas period, but to actually lose it. And all without having to give up food, without having to give up alcohol, without having to give up celebrating with your friends and family. And that is exactly what 54-year-old Trinity member Sue Adcook was able to do last year. So she managed to lose two dress sizes, but not only that, but also keep all that weight off over Christmas, even during lockdown. So in today's podcast, we're going to reveal the exact steps that Sue took to make this happen, and then share our top strategies to help you avoid gaining any weight this Christmas so you can get in the best shape of your life in 2022. So before we go into the exact steps Susan followed, I want to actually read out um, Susan's sort of latest bit of feedback that she gave us last January. So this was obviously after the Christmas period. So you can see what's possible, what she achieved. So she said, before I started Trinity, I was a size 12. I was over 10 stone and I felt bloated, unhealthy and lethargic. Wore baggy clothes to hide lumps and bumps. And in general, I was unhappy with how I looked and I was losing my zest for life. When I felt bored or unhappy, I'd open, I know, I'd open wine at the end of the week to cheer myself up, and that was then followed by crisps and chocolate. I'd try Slimming World, Weight Watchers, Slim Fast, and Scottish Slimmers. She lives up in Aberdeen. I went to the gym four times a week, and although I was quite fit, none of the exercise classes were making a difference to my body shape. But since starting the program, everything changed. I've lost just over a stone, and the main thing for me is keeping it off, particularly over lockdown and the festive period. So remember, this was last January when she wrote this. I'm a very comfortable size 10 and size 8 in some things when buying clothes and I no longer hide under medium-sized jumpers as a small size is figure-hugging and flattering. I've lost fat around my lower stomach, which is something I've never managed before, and I've now learned what foods are right for me and my body. Previously, I'd follow a diet, but still make unhealthy choices. I can now see the benefits of staying on track with good food choices and think twice about what I choose before I eat it. I'm fitter than I've been in years, I have more energy, and I can hold my own in fitness challenges with my younger workmates. Through the mindset work, I no longer react to situations by reaching for chocolate or wine, and I have a calmer attitude to life. 
And even when I've gone off track, I don't give up. Ben is there to get me focused again. And Ben is um, who coached Sue throughout that time um, to get those amazing results. So what we're gonna talk about today is how Sue actually did that, how she dropped those two dress sizes and didn't gain weight over the Christmas period. So you can do it too. So Ben, why don't you kick it off? What's the first thing that she did? So there basically there are there are two kind of main things that she did. Um, and each one of these two is broken down into some smaller categories. So the first kind of big thing that Sue did was she did what was right for her changing body and hormones. So one thing that happens to women as they get older is that the stress response changes with age. So every time, when everybody experiences stress, this causes cortisol to be released. So cortisol is, is essentially the stress hormone. As people get older, this stress response increases with age. So for both men and women, you know, if you experience the same level of stress, you'll have a bigger level of this, bigger, bigger release of this stress hormone, cortisol. But for women, this increase in cortisol is three times greater than it is for men. So this leads women who are, who are as they get getting older, to be having a much higher level of cortisol. And they can end up being um, end up suffering from what's called kind of chronically high cortisol. So their cortisol level is high all the time, even if their life's not getting any more stressful. So, you know, if even if you don't change your job, even if you don't add more stress onto your plate, your cortisol levels can still be through the roof. And this can lead to a few negative impacts when it comes to your fitness, when it comes to your weight. So the first thing that can happen is what's called thyroid deregulation. So your thyroid is what con what basically controls the speed of your metabolism. So if your cortisol levels are too high, you get what's called thyroid deregulation, which basically leads to you having a slower metabolism, aka you'll burn less calories over the course of the day, making it more difficult for you to lose, lose weight and easier for you to gain weight. The second thing that can happen is what's called leptin resistance. So leptin is one of the hunger hormones, which is responsible for, you know, whether your body feels hungry, whether you feel full, whether you feel like eating or whether you feel like not eating at all. Um... So high levels of cortisol can lead to what's called leptin resistance, which basically makes you feel hungrier. It increases cravings, and especially cravings for sort of unhealthy, carby type foods. So you'll find yourself, A, with a slower metabolism from th thyroid deregulation, B, with increased cravings from leptin resistance, and then finally, you'll, you can also get what's called the insulin resistance. Um, so insulin is another hormone which basically controls the way that your body deals with carbohydrates, uh, controls, you know, whether your body's going to store those carbs as fat, things like that. But essentially, if you end up with insulin resistance from having your cortisol levels too high, what that will lead to, what the effect you'll actually see from that is increased fat storage around the middle. And this this is so common with with all, all people as they get older that we've, you know, as, as British people, we've kind of come up with a bit of a term with it. People often say the middle-aged spread which is referring to those extra pounds that start to come on around the middle as you get older. So because of these changes that are happening with the stress response um, as women are getting older, you therefore need to do something that keeps your stress levels low. If you can keep that stress level a bit lower, you can reduce the, um, the chances of you having chronically high cortisol, then you can reduce thyroid deregulation, reduce leptin resistance, reduce insulin resistance, and put yourself and your body in a better position to burn fat and to get the results that you're after. So Sue basically did what Ben just said there. She put herself into that sort of position to burn more fat, especially from around the middle. 
by doing a couple of different things. So the first thing she did with her exercise um, inside our program is switch from what she was doing before, which was gym classes, like she mentioned in, um, in the quote earlier. Doing, she was doing four gym classes a week and she switched from doing that to LIST, which is low impact strength training. And the benefit of this is this keeps cortisol levels low as it's low, it's kind of slow and controlled movement. It's not stuff like HIIT training, which is really high intensity, which will spike cortisol levels. It's not like running, which will also spike cortisol levels. List training will build firm toned lean muscle, but it will keep cortisol levels low. So it'll also put you in that kind of fat burning state. The other benefit of it is also very gentle on the joints because it's slow and controlled. You're not pounding the joints, which is what, is what a lot of people do as they get older. They, they continue to try and do the things they did, which work when they're younger, like running or again, gym classes, and then they get injured and then they have to stop. So to switch the gym classes for list training, it only took 30 to 45 minutes three times a week, where previously she was having to commute to and from the gym and then do like a 45 minute to an hour class four times a week. And she saw way better results than four hard sweaty gym classes a week because she was doing what's right for her body and keeping those cortisol levels low. So that's the first thing she did. She switched gym classes to list training. So the second thing Sue did was she did a diet makeover process rather than following extreme diets, like these kind of fad diets that people follow around the new year time. So what this basically is, it's a nutritional reset for one to two weeks. So you can see this as like rebooting your computer when it's running slower. If you remember old school computers, the big sort of beige shaped box type thing, every so often, inevitably your computer would crash and you get that blue screen that said, you know, press control or delete. And the only way to solve it would be to reset the computer, reboot the computer, and then it would start running again. So nutritional reset is like resetting your, your nutritional choices. Um, and what this basically can do, the first thing it can do is it can stop you craving sugar, sugary comfort foods. So Sue was able to stop those cravings for sugary comfort foods, which meant she could stick to making healthier food choices a lot more easily. And the second thing it did was it also stopped her from over consuming wine and sugary treats, um, which can mess up your hormones. So by doing this diet reset for one to two weeks, which can basically be done by cutting out a few food groups so you know essentially cutting out unhealthy food groups things like sugar things like alcohol things like wheat by doing that for a for a, a period of one to two weeks you can reset those cravings reset your hormones and just put yourself in a really good position to succeed with your nutrition going forwards so the last sort of fitness related thing that sue did um specifically was then from doing that diet makeover that ben just talked about for one to two weeks to reset everything she then moves on to what we call hormonally balanced eating so there's two elements to this first of all it's about eating the right amount for you and your body now your body's changed so as we've mentioned before sue was 54 her body's not in the same state as it was when she was maybe in her 20s and 30s so she needs to eat a slightly different amount you all know this if you are a woman in your 40s 50s or 60s like you can't eat quite as much as before but you don't have to starve yourself and this is the big mistake a lot of people make it's we kind of call this a goldilocks principle um, where you need to eat not too much, not too little, just right. And um, the reason for this is if you do some sort of starvation diet, like a 1200 calorie diet, 800 calories, shake diets, Cambridge, a lot of these different things, these, these are usually like 800 calories to 1200 calories. It's very, very low. And that causes your cortisol levels to actually spike. Like your body interprets all different types of stress on it in the same way it reacts by releasing cortisol. And as Ben described before, if you have chronically high cortisol levels, it actually makes it harder to lose weight, not easier as you get older as a woman. 
So what you need to do is eat the right amount for you. And then if you do that, our members are typically able to lose one to two pounds every week, just like Sue did, while still being able to enjoy a favorite food and a few drinks, because it's a, it's a flexible way of eating as well. And this brings me on to the second part with this hormonally balanced eating, which is eating the right proportion of food for you. So this means you don't have to give stuff up. It's just making sure you have the right proportions of the good stuff. So you need to have enough protein. You need to have enough fiber. These are two things that a lot of people are deficient in, which means they get really hungry um, and then they crave lots of unhealthy stuff. So then they start consuming too much of the unhealthy stuff. So you need to eat the right amount of those things and then not too much alcohol, caffeine, sugar, these things that can kind of disrupt your hormones and, and make it much more difficult to lose weight. So if you eat the right amount of these in the right balance, and it's not that complicated, again, this is what our members do. You'll keep your body in the optimum state hormonally to be able to lose weight. And Sue is still able to lose one to two dress sizes using the hormonally balanced eating after the diet makeover and by doing list training. So that's kind of the fitness side of things and what she did. And then there's one other element to it, which Ben, I'll let you talk about that she also she also was kind of was also key to her results, I suppose. So the second thing that was key to Sue's results was the accountability and support that she had. I mean, obviously I'm gonna be biased as I was uh, coaching her, so I've kind of blown my own trumpet here a bit, but Sue worked with me one-to-one. Um, and working with somebody else is really important because I think it's really easy to fail alone in private. If nobody else knows that you're that you're trying to achieve something. If you haven't told anyone that you've tried to you're trying to achieve something, you're not accountable to anybody, nobody's coaching you, you can easily say, Do you know what? I don't really wanna I don't really want to put this effort in. I may as well give up. I'm just gonna enjoy Christmas. And you can just easily just give up. And there's no consequences to you giving up. You know, you're not letting anybody down. The only person you're letting down is yourself. And I think a lot of people are actually kind of okay with letting themselves down. They're a lot they're a lot happier to let themselves down than to let other people down and face the kind of embarrassment and the questions that come with letting somebody else down. So having that external accountability is key, especially when you're just getting started. So what I'd recommend is find someone else, preferably not friends or family, because friends and family, A, you know, because it's not their job to look to, to check on you and keep you accountable all the time, Likely, if you just stop mentioning it to them for long enough, they'll forget they're even supposed to be keeping you accountable. And then eventually, both of you will forget that it's even happened. I mean, I've, I've done sort of accountability things with friends and family before and found that that's the case. They, they'll keep you on track really well for like a week or two weeks. And then eventually, they kind of you both kind of forget you're even doing it and you just sort of settle back into your normal routine. The other problem with having friends and family keep you accountable is... Sometimes, depending on how your relationships with people are, it can put a bit of a strain on the relationship if you feel like, for example, your partner is nagging you about your nutritional choices and things like that. Um, so it's better to find someone who's not friends and family, who's just willing to check up on you and just make sure you're doing what you're doing. So it's as simple as, you know, just asking you, you know, did you did you do your workouts this week? Have you stuck to your nutrition this week? Did you do what you said you would do? And then you just because you know you've got that person asking, you're going to be more focused and more committed to actually making sure that you have done the work the reality of of any kind of fitness journey you know we've laid out everything you need to do getting your hormones in the right place doing the right type of exercise following the right type of nutritional approach all that stuff is great but the reality is that everybody has a, a wobble from time to time there's always going to be something that's going to push you off track and especially at this time of year you know over christmas you've got christmas celebrations christmas parties etc it's very easy to be pushed off track because most people, let's face it, are not really that focused about 
fitness or staying in shape or anything at this time of year. And just generally as well, as you go through life, there's always going to be things that throw you off track. For example, work gets really busy, you know, you have problems at home, you know, who knows, like the bathroom could flood, the ceiling falls through, you suddenly got a load more stress on your plate, or, you know, there's some bad news in the family, something like that. And it's easy for these things to throw you off track. But when you've got somebody keeping you accountable, it's it's much easier when you have these little wobbles, rather than it throwing you off track for a month, you've got somebody there who can say, right, here's what's happened. Don't worry about it. Here's the strategy we're going to take. We're just going to follow this step, step one, step two, step three. We'll get you back on track in no time. It's really easy to get yourself refocused and just and just keep going and keep seeing results. And because Susan had help getting back on track every time she did struggle, because she did struggle during her journey, because she was able to get back on track, she still lost two dress sizes. She was able to not regain any of that weight over Christmas. And ultimately having that account and support made it much, much easier to succeed. Like the reality is, in theory, it is possible to succeed by yourself. You could just go out and succeed and do all the things you need to do. It's possible for you to do that. But for most people, it's like a hundred times easier when you have accountability, when you have support, when you have somebody somebody else who's in it with you rather than struggling and rather than trying to do it all by yourself. And I think I think the a good point you made there is like Susan went out and got the help and from my experience, like I still have coaching, you still have coaching in your exercise, like investing in coaching also buys you in a bit more. So you kind of got that skin in the game of going, right, I've paid for something now. I've got this structured program. I've got someone keeping me accountable. Now I kind of have to do it. Whereas when it, I know when I've tried to commit to stuff without that, I just kind of keep thinking, oh, I should do that. I should do that. But you never really commit to it. So kind of taking that leap as well, um, I know is, is key for a lot of people. It's definitely key for me. So, that's what Sue did. She combined following the right fitness approaches that are right for her changing body and hormones with the accountability and support she needed to stick to that no matter what, no matter what life kind of threw at her. And she was able to lose um, two dress sizes over a stone and didn't gain any weight over Christmas as well. If you'd like to find out more about how Sue did it and the program she followed, Ben, where can people go to find out that info? So if you want to get your hands on the exact program that Sue followed, just head over to www.fit40info.com and you can grab all of the details and information on that page. So thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll be back next week for another one. We'll see you then. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.